Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes. But let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight, Vladimir Putin's new warning as he test fires a nuclear-capable missile telling adversaries to think twice. The dire turning point for a key port city as a steel plant becomes the battleground for defiant Ukraine resistance. Tonight, time is running out to get a thousand civilians out of Mariupol. Plus, the 91-year-old Holocaust survivor who evaded the Nazis had died in a basement. The race to arm Ukraine. American C-17s bring new guns that can hit targets up to 40 miles away. Tonight, the training for Ukrainian soldiers. Planes, trains, and automobiles, the breaking news tonight as the CDC just announced it wants the Department of Justice to appeal the ruling that got rid of the travel mask mandate. Viral video outrage. Why Syracuse police put an eight-year-old boy in a cop car over an allegedly stolen bag of chips. Abortion battle heats up. We meet the doctor who commutes hundreds of miles as nearly two dozen states ban or restrict access to abortions. Today's other top headlines, why you're paying more for your Netflix subscription. A wildfire in Arizona explodes. And learning to fly. How these California pilots are teaching kids the sky's the limit when it comes to their dreams. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. 
Good evening and thank you for joining us on this Wednesday night. Tonight, the war in Ukraine nears a turning point as Russian forces surround the battered southeastern city of Mariupol. Russian soldiers and military hardware are pouring into eastern Ukraine and are ramping up its ground assault along the 300-mile-long front line. Now, despite this ground assault coming from three fronts, Russia has not made any significant advances due to a fierce Ukrainian resistance. A senior U.S. defense official telling CBS News that the first First of 18 howitzers have arrived in Europe and are en route to Ukraine, where it's badly needed to repel the Russian attack. With global tensions running high, Moscow took the provocative move of test launching a new type of intercontinental ballistic missile that's designed to evade defenses. And in some of the strongest criticism yet from a prominent Russian oligarch, Oleg Tinkov today denounced Moscow's massacre in Ukraine and called for the end of this crazy war. We have a lot of news to get to tonight, and CBS's Chris Livesay will start us off from Kyiv. Good evening, Chris. Good evening, Nora. Tonight, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky is warning of a massive attack in the east that could decide the fate of the nation. But with Russia unveiling a new intercontinental missile, Vladimir Putin is out to prove his reach stretches far beyond Ukraine. A nuclear-capable missile armed with a blunt message. Vladimir Putin warning Russia's adversaries now have to think twice. The missile doesn't appear to be ready for use, but the timing couldn't be more conspicuous, aimed to strike fear into Western countries like the U.S. for supporting Ukraine against Russia. As its forces lay waste to Ukrainian cities and civilians, nowhere more apocalyptic than Mariupol. Among the dead reported to be a 91-year-old Holocaust survivor who hid from the Nazis in a basement, only to die in a basement 81 years later. Today, another deadline came and went for Mariupol's diehard defenders to lay down their arms and surrender to these pro-Russian soldiers. But they refused to give up, barricaded inside a steel mill with hundreds of soldiers and civilians. This commander begs the world for help on Facebook. We're maybe facing our final hours. We're outnumbered 10 to 1. Please take us to safety, he says. Elsewhere in the Donbas region, Ukrainian forces are fighting off heavy attacks as Russia concentrates its invasion on eastern Ukraine. They're trying to surround us, says this Ukrainian soldier. To the north in Kharkiv, the killing has become so routine, the living have become numb. Wherever Russian boots march, they leave behind bodies and booby traps. Russian soldiers are gone now, but what's so haunting is you don't know what they've left behind. This yellow dot means that it's already been cleared of mines, but that question mark means that this property over here, it could be booby-trapped. Ukrainian forces tell children what not to play with and risk their lives to defuse the tools of terror. But sometimes, like these three D-miners, they become the victims themselves. And it's no wonder so many Ukrainians continue to flee the country. The UN reports more than 5 million people have left since the start of the invasion, calling it a staggering number and Europe's worst refugee crisis since World War II. Nora. Chris Livesay, thank you. 
Ukraine's President Vladimir Zelensky said today that his country still does not have enough weapons to resist the invasion. The United States is hoping to answer the call by rushing a major new shipment of artillery and ammunition. CBS's David Martin takes a look at the weapons that are just arriving today. As Russia continued to pound Ukrainian positions, the U.S. flew into Europe the first of 18 howitzers bound for Ukraine. At the White House, President Biden met with his top military commanders to discuss, among other things, U.S. military aid to Ukraine. Weapons and ammunition are flowing in daily. Ukrainian soldiers have begun learning how to use the howitzers, which takes a week. A week they may not have before the Russian offensive hits full throttle. Time is not our friend, um, and uh, the clock is a bit of an enemy here, too. Even if they arrive in time, 18 howitzers are only a fraction of what the Ukrainians need. Although later this week, President Biden is expected to order a dramatic increase in artillery for Ukraine. I think there's a slow, uh, slowly emerging awareness that they have to do more to ensure Ukrainian success. Retired Army General Michael Repass says artillery could blunt the Russian offensive. The artillery that we're giving them is a method to counter that artillery fire that the Russians are pouring onto the Ukrainian uh, troops and also onto the civilian communities. The Russian plan calls for sending some 90,000 troops to encircle the Ukrainian army in the east. Artillery plus real-time battlefield intelligence provided by the U.S. could give the Ukrainians a fighting chance. Battlefield math holds that the offense needs a three-to-one advantage over the defense in order to break through. Right now, the Russians do not have a three-to-one advantage in eastern Ukraine. Nora? That's some significant reporting. David Martin, thank you. Let's turn now to some breaking news. The Department of Justice is moving to reinstate the transportation mask mandate at the request of the CDC. This is setting the country up for a legal showdown. CBS's Errol Barnett is at Reagan National Airport with this latest news. Good evening, Errol. This is big. Absolutely, Nora. Good evening. This decision by the Biden administration is likely to fuel more mass confusion. The CDC says an appeal is needed to protect its public health authority. Meantime, though, air travelers like the ones you see around me will be stuck with a decision to mask or unmask. For travelers who are immunocompromised or with young unvaccinated children, the maskless reality is a new and frightening challenge. Brian Vastag traveled to Alaska for treatment for his autoimmune disorders. The mandate was lifted. Now he feels stranded. It's been extremely stressful and frustrating, uh, anger-provoking. Also fearful of flying home. We travel for medical care all the time, especially people with rare diseases or hard-to-treat diseases. It's going to be riskier for us. Was this policy ended too soon? No question about it. CBS medical consultant Dr. David Agus says even though aircraft have exceptional air circulation filtered every two to three minutes, travelers with suppressed immune systems are still especially vulnerable. Those people will have more of a difficulty going out in public with the potential of being exposed. They can get very ill. New polling finds more than half of Americans support mask requirements for travel. Bus transport poses the highest risks for COVID exposure. I don't think we should have an option. I think it's, while it's still on, like, you know, it's still not safe. Followed by train travel. I would feel more comfortable if there so was a mandate. The decision by the Department of Justice to appeal the ruling that struck down the mandate came after the CDC concluded the 
mask extension remains necessary. To be clear, we are recommending everyone wear masks on planes. That's now the decision many parents traveling with young children must make as COVID cases continue to rise, even though hospitalizations and deaths are down. You can minimize it. Put the child, you know, on the inside window seat and you sit and you try to buffer them from people around them, but it's certainly not perfect. Also new tonight, the FAA announced its COVID-era zero-tolerance policy toward unruly passengers is now permanent. The agency says fines, which have been as high as $80,000 in some cases and totaled more than $2 million this year, helped reduce the unruly incident rate, Nora, by 60%. Well, that's good. Errol Barnett, thank you. Let's turn now to America's southwest, where a wildfire near Flagstaff, Arizona, has tripled in size, forcing more than 2,000 people from their homes. Powerful gusts have fanned the flames as high as 100 feet in the air. The fire started Sunday and has burned at least two dozen structures and charred an area larger than Manhattan. About 1,000 animals, including horses and goats, have been moved to shelters. Streaming giant Netflix suffered its biggest stock loss in nearly two decades, losing more than $50 billion in market value. Today's losses come after Netflix announced its first loss of subscribers in more than 10 years. And now the company is considering some major changes. Here's CBS's Carter Evans. The latest Netflix blockbuster drama is Netflix itself. Special Agent John Hartley. FBI. The streaming giant lost 200,000 subscribers last quarter when it was expecting to add two and a half million. One problem, customers are sharing passwords and Netflix estimates more than 100 million viewers are watching for free. They love the service. Uh, we just got to get paid, you know, in some degree for them. Throwing money at productions like House of Cards really did pay off because it helped differentiate Netflix in the market. But now uh, it's just another streaming service. Back in 2007, Netflix stood out. Today, it's buried in competition. This is your captain. 85% of U.S. households subscribe to streaming services now, paying an average of $47 a month, more than $500 a year. It's hard for Netflix to stand out and say, hey, look, we have original programming. Almost every service out there has original programming. When I first had Netflix, it was, I think, $7.99 a month, and now I'm like over $20 a month. And... I don't know what I'm paying for anymore. Inflation is one reason Heather LaFord is canceling Netflix next month after being a customer for more than a decade. It sounds like you just feel you're not getting your money's worth anymore. Yeah, yeah. Enough is enough with stuff. If you don't need it, you just get rid of it. It's really hard for most people to pay for all of the streaming services out there. Netflix might be at the top of the cut list. In the future, Netflix says customers who share passwords might have to pay more. The company is also considering adding commercials, something they said they'd never do. Nora? That's what we do here on Linear. All right, Carter Evans, thank you. We turn now to the nationwide battle over abortion rights. Nearly two dozen states have banned or severely restricted access to abortions. Now, this is all happening as the nation awaits a Supreme Court ruling that could essentially overturn the landmark Roe versus Wade ruling. Tonight, CBS's Janet Shamlin reports in-depth from South Dakota, which has one clinic left, and access is a challenge for patients and doctors. Dr. Sarah Traxler works at the only abortion clinic in the state of South Dakota, but she lives hours away in Minnesota. What's your round trip commute in miles? Oof, oh, I don't know. 
Hundreds. Yes. <laughs> Her trip involves a flight from Minneapolis to Sioux Falls, an escort at the airport for security reasons, and a 20-minute drive to the clinic, all before her first patient. A commute she's done monthly for the past seven years. You feel committed to do it? I sort of feel at some level if I don't do it and the other three physicians who do it with me, who else is going to do it? There wouldn't be anything for these patients. The clinic says it hasn't been able to get in-state doctors who fear harassment and possible retaliation from hospitals. Even with four doctors traveling from other states, nurse Misty Perro says patients face a five-week wait for an appointment. They're angry about it. They're angry about the hoops that they have to jump through to obtain health care. South Dakota requires a 72-hour waiting period between initial consultation and procedure, and the same doctor for both appointments. The state's Republican governor wants a law requiring three trips for a medication abortion, the consultation, and one for each dose, an unprecedented restriction. These restrictions are going to disproportionately impact already marginalized communities. Hello? Traxler saw 10 patients on this day and says most sacrificed to get here. They're having us live in a post-Roe world, even when Roe is still the law of the land. For many, a long road to what for now is legal health care. Janet Shamley in CBS News, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. An incident caught on tape is sparking outrage and an investigation tonight into how Syracuse police officers treated a young child accused of stealing a bag of chips. Video of Sunday's altercation shows the child crying while bystanders are shouting at the officers to let him go. New York Governor Kathy Hochul's called the video heart-wrenching and said more needs to be done to build trust with communities of color. Police said the child was never handcuffed and was put in the patrol car to bring him home to his father. No charges were filed. All right, the production company in charge of the Western movie set where actor Alec Baldwin accidentally shot and killed a cinematographer has been hit with a maximum fine of nearly $140,000 by New Mexico workplace safety regulators. Baldwin claims the prop gun went off in his hand, but that he didn't pull the trigger. Inspectors say the company committed multiple safety violations. The investigation found, quote, this tragic incident never would have happened if Rust Movie Productions had followed national film industry standards for firearm safety. The company says it plans to appeal the fine. Giving young people the chance to dream is the mission of a California nonprofit that's taking to the skies with the next generation of aviators. Here's CBS's Chris Van Cleve. 
Release the brakes. 18-year-old Alicia Arnold's dream of flying for an airline began to soar after a chance encounter with a woman pilot. So I used to always think only like men could do it, and so I saw her and I was like, yeah, I can do this, and now here I am. Arnold and about 40 others, ages 8 to 18, spend their Saturdays at Fly Compton, a Southern California nonprofit aimed at introducing inner-city kids to aviation. Are there students that you see in your class that you expect to see in an airline cockpit one day? Yeah, I would say about 40 to 50 percent of the kids. I'll see them in the cockpit for sure. There we go. Alaska Airlines pilot Ron Norman is one of Fly Compton's founders. The idea came early in the pandemic as a way to pay their aviation successes forward. You send a message that you can do it. I mean, a guy like me from Compton, California, uh, making it to this point, you definitely can do it. 93% of U.S. pilots are white, and only about 5% are women. Less than 1% are women of color. Seeing people who look just like me living this dream, it's just like, wow, I can become part of this community and hopefully make it grow as well. What's the altitude, 1,000? Soaring to new heights and proving the sky is her only limit. Oh, yeah, I see it. Chris Van Cleve, CBS News, Compton, California. As we end our broadcast, we want to remember a legend, a colleague, and a friend. Mike Hopkins, our director of logistics for special events, passed away yesterday. He worked at CBS News for almost four decades with a front row seat to history. Natural disasters, elections, State of the Union addresses. He was always there to make sure we got on the air without a hitch. Hoppy, as we called him, taught us how to cover hard stories with heart and how to take care of one another. There was nothing Mike couldn't do. Between our tears tonight is laughter. Mike was quick-witted and was guaranteed to bring a smile to your face. He was more than a co-worker. He was family. And we are thinking of his family right now, his wife Kathy and their three children, Ryan, Tommy, and Ashley. They are in our prayers. The halls of CBS News are missing a giant, but Hoppy will always be in our hearts, and we know he'd be rooting for his beloved Mets tonight. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.